Hello, good uh, evening, and welcome to the Cantina Mickey's post-hex, post-haste edition podcast. We are live on YouTube, as we are every Thursday night. Uh, special time for the show this week because of the fact that we had a World Cup qualifier played at the Estadio Azteca tonight that was won by Mexico 3-0. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the U.S. win 2-0 with uh, two goals from uh, Mr. Pulisic and Costa Rica and Panama tied 0-0. So we'll look at the uh, standings as well. And we'll talk about uh, what's happened, not just here, but uh, around the world in the world of soccer, as we always do every Thursday night. As always, every every Thursday night, we also have a distinguished panel of guests, and it is no different uh, this Thursday. We have a again. I'm being I'm being tag teamed by Southern California, but that's okay. That's okay. I can hold my own with these boys. Uh, first off, over in Escondido, California, have with us Daniel Preciado. Daniel, your your first shot about what you thought about uh, tonight's game. Very good performance, despite the fact that they didn't play all that well. So really, I think it was a really strong second half. Happy, very content. happy with uh, happy with the win. Thirteen points. I mean, in all in all likelihood, I mean, if they law if they went and lost the next five games, I think they would still qualify for the World Cup. Yeah, no, they're 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 pretty much in. Yeah, so uh, you know, if they get uh, three points this weekend, then uh, they'll have sixteen, and uh, in all likelihood, it's not like an, I don't think that they're mathematically qualified because they've already sur- they've already surpassed the the amount of points they scored last time around, right? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, they only got ten last time. Yeah, so they are, they did that in five games, and uh, it took them it took them ten. 10 games to get to 10 points. And that still got him the fourth place. It just goes to show you that with the 13 points, it's, uh, you know, for the very least, they would have qualified for the, uh, for the, for the Repechaje. Well, it's good to have you with us, Dan. We'll, uh, we'll jump into that and some other stuff as well. Also out in Southern California, have with us uh, Joel Aceves, who uh, is still celebrating in his own way. <laughs> Joel, how are you, sir? Doing good, John. And and your your initial thought of of, of what we of what we witnessed this evening? Well, I felt uh, Mexico played the way they had to. You know, there's always that pressure. Pragmatic. Of, exactly. There's always that pressure of the the three Gs and not Gustavo Voyage. And I I think when the the team goes in with that, you know, looking for the early goals and and to completely dominate their opponents so that, that, you know, they fall into this trap where then you, there's a desperation and all that, that that the other teams, you know, take advantage of. Right. But I mean, you know, Mexico is not the one needing the points. They're leading comfortably. Right. And, and, you know, I, I think they managed all that very well. So yeah, the, the, so you were you were you were pleased you were pleased with the performance then. I think that's that's how you play World Cup qualifiers, you know. Yeah, you know, Chicharito agree with that. <laughs> so there you have it. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's the way you you do it with World Cup qualifying, you know. That that you know it helps you avoid uh, like cards injuries. It does, and you know, and again, uh, I don't know how many folks um, have been. They listen to this on a regular basis. You know, we are live every Thursday night, and we're also available on the podcast center 
at iTunes as well as uh, Google Play. So you can always uh, search for the Cantina Mekis podcast and subscribe, and that way you'll get this delivered to your to your phone or your device every week. But uh, the the I think you know people constantly think of World Cup qualifying, and I'm telling you that they go back to the mid '90s. They go back to that '93 qualifying where the you know the Estadio Azteca has 115,000 people. Every one of them has three flags in their hands. And they're and they're and the way and, and the, I'm, I'm serious and and, and the place is just and you know it, it was it was it was intimidating as hell. I mean I don't think any any team in the world would have would have would have been able to win in that. I mean any team. It was it was and you know and Mexico was pretty good back then too. I mean it was a very strong team and they just destroyed teams when they played in the Azteca, just crushed. I mean it, I mean it was like ninety five percent possession and so I, and I think a lot of folks still still see that. I think well that's that's how how qualifying should be in Concacaf. Because at that point they hadn't they hadn't qualified for a tournament and played games like that in the stadium. It had been since '78, so that would be what 16 years that uh, that they, that they played qualifiers. Like so, it, it really uh, there was a lot of energy, and I think that that energy and and that that mystique you know still carries forward to this day. With but but also, but also John Mexico had a really good generation of players. Well, yeah, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, disagreeing with you. I mean, it was a really good bit. Of, but what, what I'm saying is, is, is that they created the myth, and you know, some teams have lived up to it, and and and, and some haven't. I mean, they really haven't had uh, a cakewalk qualifier like they had in '93, and even '93 was a little iffy. Uh, you, you know, you're right, but I'll say the other, the other thing is, is uh, just the region. You know, Concacaf uh, gets a bad rap. Of you know of being weak. Now I don't I don't think that's the case. I, I just think it's inconsistent because when when the teams are strong, they're very competitive. We've seen uh, we've seen Honduras beat Brazil, even Guatemala uh, at the Gold Cup. I don't remember one of the Gold Cups. They they you know they went toe to toe with Brazil. Um. So I mean. And you know we saw what Costa Rica did, but but the teams just like that consistency of being able to to stay at at a high level. So so you will have teams like like Honduras that that one cycle are are very strong, and then for the next one they're just the opposite. They just hit very low. It's true. Now now this uh, particular Honduras side that played today, I mean it was not let's let's be honest, it was not their best team. You know it certainly wasn't. Uh, you know, comparable to what they had in the early 2000s, or even uh, in, in in 20 2010 and 2014, for that matter. Just uh, not, not not the same Honduras team. Not to not to take anything away from Mexico's performance, but uh, you know, Honduras you know has been better, and they will be better. But this particular version of them, you know, as evidenced by their standing in the hex, I mean, they're in in either fifth place or sixth place, uh, tied tied with uh, with with TNT on points, but their goal differential. I'm not sure who. Uh, is is ahead in that category, but uh, it's been a rough uh, hex for them, and it doesn't look like they're going to qualify for the tournament. Uh, I mean, right now they are with five games to play. What they're what nine points away from uh, from from Mexico, so it would, it would, it would be a, a major catastrophe. So they're not quite out of it yet, but uh, they they do have an, a very uphill struggle. You you know one thing I've also noticed in in this you know in this hex. Is the majority of the teams, uh, you know, 
I don't know how you say it in, in English. My figuras, right? You know, they're lacking those those known players. Um, Costa Rica has like Kaler and and you know, but but when you think about the other teams, you really can't name a player. You know, the average fan won't be able to name a player. They were like, the like Honduras used to have like Pavon Plumer or, or Suazo that was at Inter and, and stuff like that. Uh, you really can, you know, talk about Panama or Trinidad. They don't really have this one player that that will instill some type of fear, you know. Right. They don't have a Dwight York or a David Suazo or a... Was, that's the Dwight York. I was, I was thinking about him the other day. Uh, man, I, I remember when he, when, he was, when he was killing it with Manchester and he would play for... I was, yeah. I was scared to death because <laughs> I knew that Mexico had nobody that could hang with him. You know, if he, if, if, he, if he got loose, he was going to score. I mean, there was no question in my mind. And, uh, it, it, you know, they, they actually did a really good job of locking him up. But, I mean, he, he could've, it could have happened at any minute. You know, he was one of those guys who I always talk about uh, how players, as they get older, they move further back in the formation. If I'm not mistaken, and maybe somebody can correct me on this, but I think Dwight York finished his career either uh, as a contention for, for TNT. Oh. He was playing defensive midfield because he was still so good. You know, he was – it's kind of how Rafa is now. You know, Rafa is, has been such a an unbelievably uh, a player with just with with an, an amazing amount of quality for so long and so consistently long that if he's still your best player, whatever age he is, and so be it. You know, play him. You know, if if he's still if if no one else can be better than him, you know, if he, if he's still that good, then 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 keep playing him. So yeah, and and see, so just going down the list. Uh, you know, that's that's where Mexico has, you know, the other teams be. We couldn't spare a few. <laughs> we will still have more. But even, like, looking at the U.S., who has traditionally been, you know, challenging Mexico for the top spot, and, and their best player is 18 right now. Right. So, so I think, uh, you know, I, I think that has helped make this uh hex I don't know quite quite the walk. But it but it was uh I believe if I'm not mistaken, Joel, and, and, and and maybe Dan was on the uh was on the same wavelength at the time, but I but I think that you said that this was gonna this, this hexagonal was gonna be uh not a flan but uh you know something that was still very delicious for Mexico. So so you were you 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 were kinda halfway expecting this. No, yeah, I was. I was looking at the teams and just just seeing what where they were coming from. Uh, just Honduras, they had like like before Pinto and up to the point that he joined, just a very bad uh, streak of of results in uh, a couple of tournaments where they finish uh, last. They only, I think, only at the youth level they did good, but at the senior level they had like two or three tournaments where they were last or second to last. Uh, you know, going from like Gold Cup and Uncaf and all that. Um, and then, uh, well, U.S., you know, we, we had already been seeing some problems with that team. You know, it was boiling over with the whole uh, – and John, is something that, that we were seeing for the first time was the U.S. media turning on their coach. Right. Which we never seen, you know. And, and even that, it, it wasn't like that brutal – but, but just the criticism, I don't think I had ever seen as much uh, 
from from the main uh, outlets. Um, and Costa Rica as well, since since their coach left. Yeah, not only did he leave, but he, went, but he goes to Honduras and then <laughs> just does a great job in Honduras, where he has, you know, four points, a minus eighteen goal differential, and you know, it's a. Uh, you know, maybe he'll look back and say, maybe I, maybe I should have stayed at Costa Rica. Of course, we're talking about the Jorge Luis Pinto, who uh, is the coach at Honduras, who in his previous gig was able to take a country, uh, in, in, you know, into penalties of a quarterfinal against Holland in the in the 2014 World Cup and came really close to winning it, like in the 118th minute. Uh, either they hit the post or the goalie made an unbelievable save, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. So, oh, so Costa Rica had a really good chance of... Of, of making the semi, the semifinals. Yeah, yeah, but then even Costa Rica, like I think a lot of us were expecting that team to be even stronger, or or to stay at that level for for a bit longer, and they just haven't, you know. Well, I mean, they have, uh, you know, Costa Rica has some has some very flashy offensive players. But what made them so good was was you know the folks behind them that allowed them to do that and and and, the, and that's where the Costa Rica is having a problem right now is you know they don't have the uh, did they lose tonight they did not they tied zero zero but it was at home against uh, against Panama Pan I'm telling you Panama is uh, I I think you know I think it, it's if, if and they play Honduras if I'm not mistaken uh, wait a second so Mexico plays the U S yeah so then it would be uh, I think Honduras plays Costa Rica, and it's in Costa Rica. So, I mean, that is uh, do or die for the uh, for the Catracho. But anyway, but 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 that that's where they're having their generational changes is, is in the defense and the midfielders. And so Costa Rica has struggled somewhat. The guys haven't been able to to turn it loose because they're not getting the support that they had previous. Because I mean, let's face it, Costa Rica had a a very strong team, and they played. What t- 10, 12 years together? You know, it's uh, you know, Mexico's gone through that. Team teams go through those generational changes, except for Germany, that just seems to every year just you know just constantly churn out unbelievably talented players. But uh, that's a, a topic for um, for another day. So the the game itself, let, let, let's uh, jump into that. Started off uh, as uh, as one would expect uh, a game at the Azteca, where the other team just completely tries to absorb as much pressure as possible, tries to force Mexico into errors and hit them on the counter. So we saw a lot of that. And uh, Mexico didn't really, uh, they were getting a lot of uh, set pieces, but uh, they weren't quite getting uh, the full connection, and they got one on a corner kick. Uh, the Santos were, uh, hits uh, Alanis, who was as open as one could be, and he was able to direct it into the in, into the net for the first goal. First half goals at the Azteca are are in, in qualifiers are absolutely huge for Mexico. It makes it makes just a, a massive difference in uh and in, 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 in everybody's mood, including the crowd and and, and the players. And, and uh, it, uh, it it certainly alleviated that pressure that you were talking about, Joel. I think that Dan, we were talking about that uh, before we got on the air. If if they can get a you know the earlier the better too on on those first half goals, but. Uh, you know, I've always thought that first half goals are are key, the key to to winning at the at the Azteca. Yeah, I, I think because you want to you want to get that crowd behind uh behind you because <laughs> uh yeah, it, it definitely you know, we've seen the opposite 
and what, what and how the team reacts uh, when when the, when the crowd does turn them. So yeah, getting that early goal, calming the nerves a bit, giving them uh, a little bit of calm. You know, just to you know, at that point they didn't have to they didn't, they, they didn't have to worry anymore. Because I think I I personally was like wondering, oh man, if they, if they if they if they go into the half like this, it can get a little it might get a little dicey. And um, the um, Honduras did did create a couple couple chances. They they did seem to get Mexico out of sorts for for a small bit of time. But then, like you said, the the goal came, and then that was kind of it, really. I, I think uh, the, Costa Rica wasn't really able to muster much after that. I was happy to see Alanis score. Um, I think some of the guys right, who the Santos boy. I forgot he was your your Santos boy. Well, I just think that um, at least some of the commentary. I think he, it's a little unjust. Um, some of the, you know, you know, he, he he gets called up. Maybe he isn't everybody's first choice, but he shows up and then he gets the critical goal. He could have had a hat trick tonight. His finishing was um, was more impressive than Chucky's. Yeah, I mean, he had. I think it was a Carlos Salcedo who, after he got the first goal on another corner kick, the ball just came to his feet and he, and he blasted it. And he's a, he has a good shot. He doesn't, doesn't he take free kicks for for, for Chivas? Uh, I'm pretty sure he does. And uh, I mean, it would. I mean, there was no way the goalie would. And it ends up hitting Salcedo on the ankle. <laughs> so it was a uh, it was it was a nice block. We'll just yeah, him and also <laughs> I thought uh, Reyes played well. He did. Uh, yeah, they he were. He was kind of the the goat of the last game, you know. And again, he was another one of these players who's probably whose presence and starting probably gets criticized the most. But he he did well today, you know. It, it, all good things, because I think um, at the end of the day, Diego Reyes is still one of the better center backs that that, that we have. So, if, so if he can get into good form, uh, it's just it only makes things easier for for Mexico, especially with such a short turnaround time um you like to see some of these uh i wouldn't say french players but maybe not your immediate starting 11 uh to to have a good game and and, and secure the three points right the uh now that was a bit of surprise that he did start it and, and ahead of uh, hector moreno who if i'm not mistaken has a yellow card so i'm sure that that came into the thinking for uh on a, on a why not to play him. You don't want to risk getting the yellow card and then and, and, and not having him available at all for the uh, for the U.S. game because uh, uh, probably one of the same reasons why we didn't see uh, uh, some other players play because I, I know uh, Javier has a has a yellow card as well. So I will have to look that up here in a second. Uh, Do you want Chicharito starting against the U.S.? Sure. Why not? He can get. I mean. If Chicharito can 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 get between Chelsea's defense, I don't think he has any problem getting between the U.S.'s defense. Yeah, I, I, I'm not questioning his ability. <laughs> I'm more thinking just that finish by Raúl was pretty pretty impressive. Now he is, uh, you know, the, the thing about Raúl and uh, where he has Chicharito beat is that he has he has much better control uh, of of the ball. He he is a much he's a more more technical play, believe it or not. He's like a foot taller than he is, and he's more technical. So, uh, you know, I, I, it's honestly, I'm, I'm happy with either one. Uh, you know, if, if, if I would rather 
you know, and then you have Oriba coming off the bench. And I think that was, uh, you know, the more I think about that, and we'll talk about the Confed Cup list, I thought that was actually a really good move to have because Mexico doesn't have a, you know, he is, you know, he's, he, he is right now the, 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 the Pelaez of the, uh, of the 98 team, Oribe. You, you got to have a, a goal scorer like that to be able to come off the bench. You know, he, 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 could, make, he could make the difference in, in, in getting into the, uh, into the, the knockouts at the Confed Cup. Having a guy like Oribe off the bench, but that's a, we'll talk about that in a second. I was expecting him to start, to be honest with you. Well, I but, mean, it uh, wouldn't be it wouldn't be a dumb move because he does play there. So it's you know he's you know he's the only one out of everybody that that plays there. So it would it would probably uh, would yeah he would. You have to say though that this team really, I mean, you're talking about figuras. Joel mentioned figuras. I mean, this team has a lot, especially up front. Um, you know, it, huh. if the mental aspect does have does play a part, it, it is pretty cool. And you think about like, all right, you have a game, and then you only have three. You have another really critical game just three days later. You know, and so you knew that that you probably weren't going to see the, the the strongest eleven go go in, going into today. But then you see the starting eleven, and it's still pretty impressive uh, of who they're still able to throw out there. Um. Oh, man, and then and then during during the, one of the celebrations, you see the the team celebrating with Osorio, which I'm sure Joel um, Joel's heart warmed as, as did Ronnie's uh, seeing seeing it, the whole it, team rally it, behind the the coach. It warmed Joel's cockles. I'm sure it seeing, did. Yeah. Yes, the Grinch's heart grew three sizes that day. And, if, and, if, um, if if I'm not mistaken, I believe it is Juan Carlos Osorio's birthday today. So oh, I don't know why they that's were. Doing a, that's probably something to do with. But actually, I thought about something Joel said, uh, probably in a couple couple shows back, where you know, there's something to be said when the players actually start drinking the Kool Aid. And and if they and if they are, then um, that I think I think that that improves their chances going into Russia. They're they're talking they're talking like they're like they're a pretty confident bunch. They've mentioned also in the press of how much they like each other and how like the 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 mood and the environment is pretty positive. So and obviously that can change with the loss, but uh, right now it seems pretty pretty positive, pretty encouraging. Not sure if you. Guys Dan, it sounds like you're. Uh, sounds like sounds like you're. Uh... Well, I think I've been the only one that's been sounds mildly like mildly. Supportive of Osorio. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get laid. <laughs> Doesn't it feel like that? A little bit. But uh, yeah, I, I just think I'm, I'm kind of happy for him. Um, uh, they, 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 you know, people still continually bring up the the rotations. Like I heard a lot of the stuff today. It's like, I mean, how could you hey, not man, expect? I, I, I have a problem with. I have a problem with the rotations. I could understand having, but lately I don't think it's been that drastic. And 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 like in a game like today, it makes well, sense. Well, I mean, I, I, again, I don't mind two or three changes, and again, I get that. And you know, and today, as as Joel said, it was it was it was as it was as pragmatic as Mexico's ever approached the game at the Azteca, as far as as how they approached this. They're like they're, you know, they're not gonna, you know, make them. It's the mistake that that previous coaches made. And uh, you know, you you learn from the past. You know, that it's not again. It's not 1993 anymore. You know, it's uh, things have changed, and you have to uh, you have to adapt. And if, if if Mexico has adapted to 
to you know making the making the Azteca what it what it once was uh, as far as all the advantage and that, that would be great they just have to figure you know figure out how how they can manage to do that and then and, and right now it seems to be and uh, working and I noticed something I don't know if I've ever heard before at the Azteca they prompted after each goal they played Canta no llores on the loudspeaker they pr- I, I've never heard the Azteca prompt fans to sing as the first they, time I've they ever took heard. a page out of a out of out of out of out of the moleros, <laughs> yeah. I, I now, but, but however, however, I will say that I like it much better after you know if, if you're going to do that, then yeah, play it after a goal. Why not? You know, if if the whole point is to get the crowd to do it without you having to prompt them, I I, I have no problem with that. But don't play it at the minuto quince presentado por Coca Cola, you know, <laughs> which is you know how it. Uh, how it works in the friendlies. Yeah, so, they'll, they'll, they'll and, be down 2-0. You, you know, you can have it presentado por Coca-Cola. Just, uh, you know, say it once after the first goal, and from, you know, from then on, it, it goes. So, because as, as, as Joel has, uh, was, was telling me earlier, advertisers like it when there are more people that are receiving your message. They, they, <laughs> They, they think that, that that that's good, and it's and it's one of the things they look for when they want to do business with you. Will you be able to deliver my message to your audience? Well, what were your thoughts, uh, John? Were you impressed with the team? Uh, you're you're not as hopeful. Like, what do you think going into Sunday? You know, I, I was. This was kind of how I thought the game would uh, would, would would play out. Uh, but I, again, to me, the the whole key to the game was for. For Mexico to get that first goal in the first half, if, you know, and, you know if, if, if they could if they could do that, then I think they would they would have been able to seize control, and uh, they did. And then to me, uh, once they were able to do that and uh, and and then keep a, a really good lock on on Honduras's counterattack, uh, I, I really enjoyed the way that they. Uh, you know they they didn't take any unnecessary uh, risks with 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 pushing centrales forward and stuff like that, uh, and uh, they just were they they were smart with the ball. There were only a couple of really of, of 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 bad passes that I saw. I mean I know that they were bad passes on the attack there, but that's fine. But you know you can't have you can't give up the ball in the in in in, in the defending third. And I I only saw like like one or two of those, and that to me is a is a sign of a good game when uh, you know. Make you know you don't make mistakes, especially in a game like this where the, the the team's looking for you to do that. Herrera was really disciplined. I thought. Yes, he was. Uh, well, he he was the uh, you know he was the holding midfielder. You know he was a bull. You know he and, and Jonathan both were bulldogs. I don't think Jonathan had his best game uh, offensively, but I think he he more than made up for it defensively. I mean he was all over guys. I mean he's just tenacious. I mean he's good. He has. He has destroyer written all over him, but just but 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 like a, like a Rafa, just an, ele- an elegant kind you know just uh and he knows what just a very yeah he was smart. I, I remember there was one play where even before the, there was any danger he just threw the guy down <laughs> like he's like yeah let me just yeah. make sure and just threw him down i was like that's like that like yeah that, that's that's something that that uh you know that the team kind of lacks so for it's good to have somebody on there that's that, that that's willing right. to do that but yeah, it him, is a real him, him and Herrera were I thought were were, were instrumental. It's, it's tough. Right. I mean, when you when you play with just you, it's just three of you guys out, three of them out there in the middle. You know, it's um, and it's not like a. I thought 
you know, Honduras was doing pretty good, like as far as when they were on on the defense of of not allowing Mexico to to to, to get too too close. So they they were putting a good amount of pressure. But uh, overall, like it wasn't it wasn't the prettiest of performances. But man, I I I mean. We can't stress this enough. I mean, it's so nice to go into these games, you know, where 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 your 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 fingernails are, are still relatively normal and, and they're not all down chiseled down to the nub. It's a, uh, it's nice. Yeah, and so and then again, the way that the that the uh, second half played out, I mean, it was it was textbook. Uh, and 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 just how the goal was scored, it was it was. Uh, it was it was very obvious and apparent to me, and apparently out in also Mexico that that Honduras was they were just you know ripe for the for the for the for the plucking, and they got them. To, and they could have done that the entire rest of the second half, just those you know little globitos to beat the offside trap, like 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 they got the second and third goals. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, and 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 then a friend of mine and I talked at halftime, and I said if they get the second one, I said they're gonna, they're going to score four or five because Honduras will just it'll be. It'll be so. So Honduras, to their credit, I will say this: you know, if they're going to make uh, the repechaje, which I think at this point is going to be their only chance, uh, they have to get their goal differential down. And uh, they, uh, you know, they have they got their two toughest games out of the way in the first half uh, of, of the hex. So they they, you know, at the end they they they, they certainly uh, prevented what could have been a lot worse for them and, and really put 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 them out of the running. And I also think that Mexico, you know, as at least in the last 15 minutes, just kind of took the foot off the gas. I mean, like I said, they could have just killed them all night, but uh, they 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 decided not to. So overall, it was uh, it was it was a good. It, it puts them in, in perfect position to, uh, you know, you know, be mathematically qualified for the repechaje. If uh, at this point, and uh, if they win it over the U.S., so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would certainly give the performance, uh, you know, like a, you know, between a B and a B plus, and I guess that would be a B, right? So, yeah, I was, I, I was pretty pleased. The, uh, it was, uh, you know, beating Honduras is is not uh, is not easy, and and it had, it's been since well, I think I think two thousand one, Joel, when uh, when Demok and company. Beat Honduras three zero in the last game of the hex to qualify for the World Cup. Um, that was last time that they that they gave Honduras that kind of treatment at the Azteca. So it had been a while. The, the majority happened in victories, though. Yes, there have been victories. I mean, they they've been uh, you know ever, ever since then. You know, the victories have been nail biters. Have been yeah, they've know, been nail biters. Yeah, it's uh, Honduras. You know, like, like we talked about earlier, they were they were a, a team that had, you know, a generation of, of five, six, seven players that they played together for ten, you know, upwards of ten years. Same with Costa Rica, and those guys aren't there anymore. So it looks like we've got breaking news. Oh, what's the looks breaking like? News? Uh, looks like Chucky is um, has been sold. Oh, so it's it's good breaking news. I heard it was Manchester City. Is that correct? Yes, Man City, uh, but but with a stop at PSV. So oh, it looks that's like definitely good. <laughs> that, that's good. Yeah, so it's it's good and bad. Uh, you know, I I, I I personally think PSV 
is a bit of a lateral move in terms of quality and and and, and posing a challenge to yeah, him. Yeah, but, but it, it, it's it's strictly to to get him acclimated. That, that's all that is. And he'll play. But it's but it, it's just to get him used to going against the bigger bodies and the temper and the weather and everything else. So yeah, so good for him. Yeah. I'm I'm actually surprised. I thought he was going to be in. I thought he'd end up in Spain, but uh, this isn't bad. You know, I remember when uh, when Guardado was sold uh, to uh, to Enrique Wenda Deportivo La Coruña. And I remember when the rumor was that he was going to go to PSV, and uh, I remember Andres Cantor. The, I think he, uh, he he asked his uh, his whoever's color guy at the time was he goes ask me ask me what my opinion is on that. And the guy's okay, fine. You know, you know. Tell me about Guardado on PC. He said, "I said I don't think it's a good move for him. I think he needs. I think that he he can, he can do better." And he ended up going to Coruña, uh, which I guess was a little better. But uh, when I saw the teams that 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 that, that, that Chucky was uh, being mentioned, that's what I was thinking. Man, he he can do better than that. If, if you're going to go to Europe, if you're playing in Mexico, to me, there's no point in going to the you know, uh, unless it's just a stopover. I mean, you know, go, go, you know, go play in, you know, one of the, one, one of the bigger teams, because you're going to have a, just as good a competition and, 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 and make just as much money playing in Mexico. If you're going to go play in, uh, you know, Hey Dan, what's up, dude. Hey, uh, I'm looking right now saying that, uh, apparently El Chuck is saying that, that apparently they haven't told him anything yet regarding the, uh, you know, the the thing. Although Miguel Herrera did say on or in the telecast that you know, yeah, Univision is reporting it like it's a done deal. So I don't know. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. You you know what? I don't feel it's to get him acclimated. I think it's more you don't? like a no, tryout. It's yes because. Uh, at 21, top players, they're already bringing you up into the main team. They're not. They're, if, if you're a top Brazilian, they're not, they're not going to buy you and then send you to another team just to see how you do. Because I, I still feel that Liga Mix is not, you know, because of, of our tournament style, it, it's, I, I don't think it's uh, valued as highly. You know, so I mean, just because you did good, they don't they don't take it as you might just easily. Even though the players have proven that they can, but but overall, our league isn't highly regarded, I should say. So it's more of like, yeah, if you could do it here, then then you know, kind of a testing grounds. If, if you could dominate, then we'll we'll bring you in to the the summer camp. That music can only mean one thing and one thing only. That is, of course, that, that Ronnie the Luna joins us from from West Philly. Ronnie, how are you? Good. What's up, John? How are you doing, guys? Doing all right, Ronnie? How's class? Boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah boring. No, I mean it's interesting well, stuff. That's, 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 that's not the riveting. That's not the riveting story we were expecting. But uh, okay. Uh, it's just you know, obviously it's you know night class. Like, you get tired. Did you did you get a, did a, did you get a chance to watch the game? Were you? Were, I I did. did. You tear yourself away long enough to to, to, no, to take I, it. I did. In? I did. I did leave. Uh, left a little bit early, and I I caught most of the game. 
for when I'd you, say, uh, I'd say actually I missed the first one, but uh, I did see I did watch yeah. the other two. When when you left your class, were you like F- you, f- you, f- you, you're cool, and f- I'm out. Well, let's hope it doesn't come. <laughs> almost, almost. Yeah, it seems like the only uh, appropriate way to uh, to leave somewhere when you're and you know have somewhere else to go. Yeah. Well, what did you think, Ronnie? Were you uh, did it did it go as uh, as you had uh, thought it would, or how how you expected, or or, or were you completely gonna, surprised by I'm the I'm gonna outcome? drink the uh, the haterade, John. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's great that Mexico's in first place and stuff, but you know, my position hasn't changed in that we're getting a week, a week, a weaker. Uh, set of teams that are in transition. You know? Be it, be well, it then isn't, isn't it good then that, 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 that Mexico is, is dispatching these teams with ease? Well, Doesn't that make the, you feel better about how Mexico's playing? Here's the thing, John. The last time Mexico really did you know, very, very well in, in, in qualifiers right. was in 78. Oh, like, stop true. it. It was in 2000. <laughs> it was in 2005. No, no. Stop it. Stop. No, there were some struggles. There were some struggles in in, in two thousand and two thousand six. Come on, dude. Come on. Seventy eight was all wins, right, Ron? Yeah, dude. It's like they could do nothing wrong, and I and I'm getting that, and I get that, and I get that those feelings that oh, you know, it's a it's a golden generation. It's this and that and that, and it's like I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, I hope. But dude, like they, they 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 had a they had a a, a cakewalk in two thousand five. In the in the What's they had a they, they had a cakewalk in two thousand five. No, no. I, I mean, I, compared to like two thousand two thousand one. Well, and, yeah. In two thousand thirteen, yeah, obviously. But, but, yeah, and in five, and if we look at some, of, if we look at the group, and even the teams, they were they weren't that strong. Yeah, but even even in nineteen ninety three, they had a cakewalk. They won every game but one in that one too. So. And, and we and we did it with Bravo and. Uh, Kikin as our strikers. That that should say a lot. Hey, I like Kikin. I don't know why people keep bashing on Kikin, man. He, I can't think of another player, seriously, in the past 10 or 12 years that played with more huevos than Kikin. Seriously. Yeah. I mean... I, I, had, no, I had no beef with Kikin, but yeah. no, I, I'm just saying... I'm just I thought saying he was that a baller. I love I, I, I just have a feeling that that, you know, it's like he's, you know, superficial wins... I think it's it's I think it's it's masking a, a, a problem because I still don't like the defense. I still don't like the, I still don't think there's too many holes in the defense. You know. Well, he does play it's, the it's, home it's, games it's, it's, and, and away games totally differently. I mean, he I mean this was it, four two four. Does, would you say it has more holes than the rest of? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh, I, I would, I would, I would. No, it's like it's like it reminds me of, of, of an old baseball coach, an old baseball coach that I had. You know that that he could just look at your swing and he just like he knew if there are holes in that swing of yours. You know, like you can go, you can, you know, go, you know, on a rampage. But he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not convinced. You're gonna find this type of pitcher. You're gonna find this type of you know, uh, a rival, and he's just gonna clean your clock and you know. You're right. 
it's like I don't know. It's, I just I'm, I'm I'm not convinced with the defense yet. I seem to be playing a little better. I mean, they weren't uh, giving up, you know, one on ones with 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 the goalie. I think Honduras only had one shot on goal. So, I mean, it wasn't like oh. you know that that Jamaica thing where they just had opportunity after opportunity, and you know, just you know, if if the goal was in front of them, they they'd kick it left or whatever it was. Just and I mean, and, and tonight Honduras didn't Minor Figueroa try a shot from the from the from the from midfield. I think I only saw them two two attempts. If I recall. Yeah. Right. Now you know. I don't think they were shot. I don't think they were shot on goals, but I mean they were they were. Uh... You know, and and Honduras followed their game plan tonight. Uh, you know, they they absorbed for the first fifteen minutes or whatever it was, and then they decided, you know what, let's let's try and catch these guys napping. And uh, they had, uh, you know, they're the one, you know, best chance was was in that time, and it, uh, you know, after that they got scored on, and uh, they just. It seemed like that was that, and that, especially after the second one. So, think, so, Ronnie, so you're you you are not you are you are not you 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 didn't like did did last week you said that you wanted to see Mexico play. Uh, let's be honest. I think that you say cat and mouse. It's a ratonero, the, the ratonero style, and uh, we obviously didn't see that tonight. No, we didn't. <laughs> but more than more than anything, I, I think. But I think we would see it against the U.S. You, you know, when, what's his name? I, I think I read a tweet that, you know, what's his name? Carlos Pavon Plummer, you know, basically said that, you know, and obviously he knows more about his national team than I do, but, you know, he he he, he said that the, his team was going in kind of scared, not wanting to get, you know, blown out. Right. And, uh, and, I, and I think, you know what, it's like, geez, he was right on the money. Because, I mean, this, this Andres team really surprised me. It's like, and and I think the comment that I think that Jeffrey said at the end of the game was right on the money that you know there's been other Andreas teams that you know they could they, they could have done their you know their clock's clean too but they put up you know they would put up a fight at least uh, I didn't I didn't get the sense with this team you know putting up a fight uh, I mean I mean I mean Ian Piojo also said at the end of you know at the end of the match. You know, all the teams were basically around the corner, you know, like in the in the middle of the field, like almost like in a kumbaya type of setting. When do you recall that, you know, from an Endurance team? You know, they're right. they're scrappers, dude. They're, they're they're scrapping. But obviously obviously the, the, the game with you know the United States is gonna it's gonna be important for, for our Sodio and 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 then going going towards the uh going into the Confeds Cup. Uh, I mean, if 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 he sees a, if if Osorio, I mean, if Mexico have a couple of hiccups in in the in the in the Confeds Cup, I could see him gone. Especially now with Mateus, you know, winning the title. Well, you think they'll give it to to Mar to Martin to Mateus? Yeah, yeah, because obviously, I mean, although you know, they there's you know, obviously they say you know, Piojo, Piojo just signed with America. He, he wouldn't get it because he just signed with America. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I think Tuca would would be it, it, further you know, it, 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 it wouldn't be the first time that they let go of a coach, even though 
the results on the you know the results are you know okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna think that 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 well, I mean, it is Mexico, but I think that that that, that bridge for Piojo, I think is burnt. I think that he's like, I think the fact that he's that he's even being allowed to coach in the league, I think that that was his. Like, okay, you can coach Liga Mekis, but you're never going to coach a national team again. I, I don't think – you know what, John? I don't think so. I mean, the, the fact that he still wanted in Televisa and, and, and obviously – But that's not where he had the problem. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm, what I'm saying is I, I think I think that uh, obviously, you know, coach going to Cholo, doing well over there, facing, you know, facing the media – in fact, I mean, even even when you know he went back with America, he was going back and forth talking with the press about you know like, well, you, you shouldn't have done the tweets, you shouldn't have done this, you shouldn't have done that. It, yeah, it's I, like, I follow him on Twitter, and I don't think he's tweeted in like in like a year. And, and it's it's I honestly I wouldn't be surprised, dude. And it's I I think that sooner I think when the, I think he'll get the team, you know, maybe in the next I don't know eight years. I mean, he's still young enough. I, I think he'll get the team. I I don't even know if he he would. I, I, think of what uh, what Bioko did this season. If if this would have been a, a just a normal non Ligia league, he he would have won. Yeah, they, they well, would have finished top of the table. I think that 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 I think that. If I were Bioko, I'd say you know what you know Mexico's great. You know maybe I want to go coach over in uh, Valencia. Yeah, should you shouldn't. He should have left after the World Cup, John. Yeah. You know, Piojo, I had written Piojo, Piojo, I mean, he's, but I think he, what he went to, before winning with America, I think what he went to two or three finals, lost them. Uh, he's always had teams playing pretty well or well, you know. Um, he's a good coach. He's a good coach. Now, if he was with America and gets them back on track, he'll write his own ticket. Because then, then the cloud of Pelais, will be gone. You know what I mean? I mean, because wow. I mean, even even like I don't know if you saw the the. Uh, do Do the, you think uh, Jimmy Jimmy Bath Salts is is, is going to carry all the promised land? <laughs> bath Salts and Vagos. Well, they they Bath and Bath Salts and and Bioko, they've had a relationship. You know. That's, oh yeah, he was his player. Two. Yeah, I mean, exactly. They, they Fifteen while, years. So right. right off the bat, he's got loyalty there, and then and then. The, Obviously, uh, you know, with Capitan Furia, he's going to get some loyalty there as well. The only one that, you know... Didn't didn't Capitan Furia have the... Wasn't he the one that was in charge of the youth system where they were just yes, kicking ass left and right? Well, they were kicking ass left and right. You got, you know, Jimenez, Diego Reyes. Uh, they won like... And then they got rid of him, right? And then now, now uh, he's back. I, I don't... Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's he's obviously back. Um, you know what I would love to find out about Capitan Furia? Let's find out. Let's find out who he boned, <laughs> who he boned that got somebody so upset that he that he could not go to the World Cup in 1986. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You, so you still don't buy that it's because of sponsors? No. <laughs> you know why? Because Johan Cruyff played a World Cup for Holland. Yeah. And he was sponsored by Puma, and he didn't want to. He said, "Well, I can't wear that." So you know what he did? He only wore two stripes on his shirt yeah, instead of three. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So there are ways around it. I, I think we need. But, a, uh, we, we need. We may need to put our uh, our uh, our investigative but, reporter on this. Or, or do you think that? Do you think that this might be information that could be found in the Citadel? No, 
I don't think so. No. I, my reports from the Citadel states it was sponsorship deals. Oh, I'll bet they did. And, and I, I and I got did. and I got the best books. I got. I mean, they're, they're fantastic. They're the best books. See, I'm telling you, there's there's no way that, that, that a player of his caliber, of his, I mean, he was the Rafa Marquez of his time. Yeah, I know, I know. To 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 say, oh, you know, you know, we're Adidas and he's Nike, so he can't play. No mames. There's there. In fact, yeah. There's just there's. I can't say it any better than that. There's yeah. just no way. There is no way. Yeah, but it, but know, you know man. what it was it was it was it was it was a good story it worked and uh, you know even in the citadel it is it, it was it was it was it was so carefully thought out and and, and so meticulously executed that 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 in the citadel it, it is it is it is, it is considered written fact that that oh no it was well it's because you know he was Pepsi and they had Coke on the side and he just couldn't be around the Coke. Well, come come to think of it, I do remember reading an article with a, a Capitan Fulia and talking about you know. Him, him, uh, when he was, you know, breaking onto the first team, like about to break onto the first team or so, uh, you know, the, the, the youth teams, you know, the, the reserve squad would basically play, you know, games like they do nowadays, you know, but, you know, back then they, it wasn't as, as, uh, organized as they are now, but nonetheless, they were playing Chivas. And uh, he was talking about uh, how he remembers a Rolls Royce, or not a Rolls Royce, a, Jag- a Jaguar, you know, pulling up to the uh, to the state or to the facilities, and uh, and obviously with an entourage, and you know, and obviously it was Cañedo uh, and uh, what's his name, uh, the owner of Televisa. You know, Escarraga. Escarraga. And obviously with an entourage of, of, you know, family members and stuff like that. And, you know, he was just in awe. But who knows? He could have been eyeing someone's, someone's uh, daughter. You still want to show me your cucumber? Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> of course, I've just speculated. But to me, it just, uh, there, there's just no way that, and I mean, Mexico, I mean, I'm not saying that, that, that he would have made a difference. He would probably would have made, you know, you know, some bit of a difference, but uh, yeah, it just it was just it, to me that story is just uh, is just a nice uh, a nice a nice cover up. But uh, we should probably uh, I can't really think of a good segue, uh, but uh, probably start talking about this uh, this this U.S. game that's coming up. Do you remember uh, the the best the best player Robert Ory? Robert Ory, yeah, he a uh, big big game Bob. Yeah, yeah, he you know when he was with the Rockets. Uh, uh, I think he knocked up uh, Calvin Calvin Harris's daughter. You know, Calvin Harris was also a basketball player, but then he was a sports announcer. And <clears throat> I just I just remember, like you know, you bringing up you know, who <laughs> bang to get in oh. trouble, you know? Right. Man. So so there was always that that beef between Calvin, uh, you know, Harris and Robert Ory. So who knows, man? You may be right. You may be right. Hey, it's, just, it's, it's just, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, break, more breaking news? Yeah, I just gave my quick rundown on, on the U.S. match. Okay. I think, uh, I think it'll be very interesting because, uh, you know, I think he's, uh, Bruce is one of the better coaches of the Hex. And uh, one thing he's 
shown is, or he's proven is he knows how to play Mexico. So I'm very interested to see how that game's going to develop. If anyone can give Mexico a headache at Azteca, it would be, it would be the Bruce. So, you know, it, it, it's very important, interesting match just to see how that game develops. And, you know, a bad result or looking bad could, and if that carries over into com- confederations. It's I still call him Bruce, you know. The Bruce, Robert. You remember that, you remember that movie? They <laughs> still call me Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All with, right, uh, Jed. With yes. my left hand. With, I'm gonna, with my left hand. That's uh, Juana Seves that's, uh, that decided to leave us early, apparently. I guess he has uh, more important things to do. So, no, but Juana is right. Bruce. He's. Uh, he knows how to play these type of games, you know. He knows how to prepare his, his uh, players. Yeah, and, and he has, uh, you know, he's got a he's got a kid on a hot streak that doesn't know how good he is, and uh, yeah. So I mean, they, you know, they are absolutely uh, dangerous. But I mean, let's be honest; it's not like they're unbeatable. You know, they yeah. they, they they can still be beat, and uh, they they have been beaten. Uh, but I know it was Jurgen or whatever. But uh, it's still the same players. You're not going to tell me that the coach is going to make, you know. Uh, that much of a difference when the players still have to execute. So. Now, I mean, from what I've seen from, the, from this player, he's obviously good. You know, he's a good, good player. I still, I still don't think. I, I, I don't think he'll be a Landon Donovan. You know, I think, I think, uh, from what I've seen on, on social media and from what I've read, it, it seems like the U.S. is putting like. Too much, too much hope on this on this player, and I think it's dangerous. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, I mean they're they're certainly uh, I mean they've gave them they've given him the ten already, you know, eight, which uh, you know again I'm fine with whatever. That's uh, you know it certainly uh, sends a statement, and uh, so far the kid has responded. So it's not like uh, you know he's uh, not. Uh, you know, I mean, he's 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 a very good player, and I think you know if you know folks didn't underestimate him, I think you know do that at your own peril. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying no. so. He, obviously, yeah. the kid is talented. You know. Yeah. You know, it's see, and 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 I think that that's what the uh, it's uh, you know where, you know where where you us did, uh, did Bruce Arena ever face a team where the where the where the talent <laughs> between the teams were. I guess this because uh, I don't know. I guess in my in my in my estimation, I, I see Mexico as being clearly better. Well, I think uh, that this is a more talented a more talented team that, than than what he faced in two thousand you know, from two thousand whatever it was nineteen ninety nine to two thousand five. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm like like while he is while he obviously he's 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 their most successful. He also had argu- arguably the most talented U.S. team. So I mean, they're right now. He's he's leading a team that's we mentioned earlier, who's dependent on a kid, and who's um, and who's trying to squeeze out a little bit of extra juice out of a. Well, I mean, you know, some, some aging players. Before, I mean, when when Arena took his team, you know, to Japan, Korea. I mean, the jury was still out with like Beasley and 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 Donovan, and obviously these you know these players were growing up through their academies and. We're doing well and stuff. 
I mean, they they really did very well in that World Cup. Hey, Ronnie, you're all muffled, dude. Can you? I'm not you sure. Have, you have to, to unmuffle. Can you hear me, guys? Yeah, it's much better. Yeah, better. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry about that. No, yeah. I, I think uh, you have to sit I, up. I, I, no, it's it's not that. It's, it's my it's my speakers to your my uh, your microphone. I, I don't. Yeah, my microphone. I I don't have my uh, my other stuff on me. My other, you know, earpiece and all that. I understand. Is, is it pretty bad? No, you're much. It's much better now. Much better now. All right, cool. But as you were saying about uh, about Bruce, mm-hmm. no, I know uh, generation the 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 two thousand two generation. Yeah, that, that, that you know. It's, hey man, it'll, be, you know it's, it'll be interesting. I mean, it'll be interesting. Do you, do you know how long his contract is for, uh, Arena? I am not uh, aware. I, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know if it's going to be beyond uh, this this World Cup. Uh, I mean, I don't think he would he would want to do it. You don't think so? You think? Uh... Or, or maybe maybe he just stays like uh, like Washington Tavares and just becomes the the national team coach and then just does it forever. I was I was you know what I. I remember, I know that certain, you know, sec- sectors, I guess, of the U.S. Uh, fan base want to see was it, was it the Tabra? Uh, Tab Ramos? Yeah, Tab Ramos, you know, with, with the team because of what, you know, the work that he's been doing with the youth. Right. Uh, um, so. Yeah, I think, I think Tab needs to go hang out with some professionals before. I mean, I, I'm not saying I'd let him. Let him coach an MLS team for a few years. And then, well, yeah, and, and you're right team. because you know once you once you're you know coaching youth is is all great, but you know when you start coaching professionals, you know with egos, that's a little different. I mean, I mean, honestly, that's I mean that 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 has to be, in my estimation, one one of one of the one of the biggest components of having to deal with the national team is is how, you know, you got to keep the locker room happy, you know. Imagine yeah. how great Holland would have been if, if if they would have had, uh, you know, everybody, you know, happy, you know, happy with each other. When when Hulit didn't play, you know, because he was mad at the coach. It's like, and how many times they would they would just constantly just just you know famously have snickers. You know, just you know how how much better would they have been if they, if they actually got along? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so that 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 is very important, and so that's why you know you know for Tab if if he can. You know, figure that element out by, by by coaching professionals, and I think it'd be now you'd be an excellent choice uh, for the World Cup. But you know, I do think that uh, there's no harm. I mean, I mean, you know, Bruce Arena would be would be terrific as a as a, as a Washington Tavares type, where he's you know he just stays there and you know basically retires as a national team coach. I, I could see that happening too. I mean, he has. I mean, he really has nothing left to prove. Uh, to himself or anybody else as a coach in MLS or anywhere else, you know, let him, uh, let him do it on his own terms. And if that's what he wants to do, I mean, who, who, who would argue with him? I mean, he is the, he has clearly been the best coach that the U S has ever had. Maybe, maybe at any, I mean, there's, there's no question. I mean, if y'all would agree with that, right? Oh, obviously yeah. you know, with the gold cup wins, the MLS wins. Well, it's such a set. I mean, just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just Take how it. he, you know how he developed the culture of, of of their style and everything else. I mean, you know, the trophies aside, I mean, I mean, he made the U.S. into what it is now. As you know, a team kind of like uh, you know, like Mexico. A team to be res- yeah, team to be respected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
So I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean the, 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 this is, you know, the, this will be the hardest game that, that Osorio has had to coach. It's one thing to play the U.S. and Columbus, but now you're playing them at the Azteca. So, you know, there, there's more pressure to win at the Azteca than there was in Columbus for sure in this game. And, uh, you know, to, 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 to the boys' credit, they do have a little winning streak going up against the U.S. They beat them in, in, in 15. They beat them uh, in Columbus. Uh, so they have played well against the U.S. as of late. But it's always been a tight game, and it's going to be a tight game this this this, uh, this weekend. Did you guys already talk about the, uh, the potential roster for Copa Gold uh, Cup? No, we have uh, that is a topic that we have that we have yet to yet to broach. We haven't even gotten to the Confed Cup yet. We're still talking about this. Uh, it's crazy. And we have, we have we have we have folks on the chat. Rafa Rafa's on the chat. Thanks for uh, hanging with us. He says the arena thing might be true, especially since the U.S. Probably wasted a ton of money on Klinsman. That's true. Well, they did. Uh, they did write some very big checks for for Jurgen, and uh, so that is uh, that is uh, certainly very possible. So Mexico has thirteen. Costa Rica has eight points. Estados Unidos with seven. Panama with six. Honduras with four. Uh, Trinidad and Tobago with three points. So uh, that's where the the, the hex stands. Right now, so what's going to happen then on Sunday? How, how, how do how do you see the game plan? Do you think Mexico would? And is this the game where Mexico is going to be more of a of a ratonero, or are we going to see the same four two four we saw against Honduras? Uh, I at this point I don't even think it's a matter of what Osorio will do. It's a, I think it's a matter of what Arena's going to do and what he knows how to do. And I think I, I don't I think that he'll he's the one that's going to be the ratonero. Well, yeah. you know that's going to happen. Yeah. So, but 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 you know, I think that that was one of the things that Mexico did to break Honduras's press was they just started sending bombazos and just and just and just uh, you know giving up the ball basically, sending fifty fifty balls. Say, okay, boys, you know you want it so bad, you here you go, and uh, you know let let them make the mistake. So that that, that that's certainly one way to deal with that. But. Uh, Beyond that, uh, I mean, what, what, is, is is a win an absolute must for Mexico at this point, or is or or is a tie okay? I I, I think for for Osorio's sake, I think a win will will kind of ensure, you know, at least that's what he's thinking. You know, if I win against the United States, you know, and even if I have somewhat of a decent showing in, in Confed Cup. I'm I'm going all the way to to, to 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 Russia, you know, for the World Cup. Right. So he's still he's still auditioning for his job. You think? Though? I still think so. I I don't think it's guaranteed. I don't I don't think that. I think he still has to prove himself because, like I said, or like I've said previous times, the the seven zero uh, result still has a you know a bitter taste mm-hmm. to, to for at least you know for many fans. Uh, in fact, uh, I mean. Even Chile, you know, coming out of Chile, there's been some commercials where he's basically, you know, we're basically making fun of the, of the of the seven zero result. You know, it was an excellent commercial, by the way. I thought it was really clever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I mean, they're they're already throwing those psychological warfare. You know, what was the deal? They they sent the Mexican guys in the restaurant siete chiles, and then what they sent? 
on the planet. Yeah, it's really funny. It was, and of course, this guy's you know speaking like a like a Chilango was terrific. I liked it a lot. It was very so, well. Yeah, there's there's no question that uh, that he's still. You know, he has he hasn't guaranteed anything, and you're right. I think that the only way that he guarantees that is if he just continues having the the, the good result for better or for worse. That's just uh, that's just the reality of his situation because of that seven zero. I mean, he, he whatever political capital he 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 had before that game, it was it was gone. So he slowly, slowly, slowly has to be able to build build that back up. And uh, you know, I think that the only way that that that, that he gets to back to where he was is if he at least he wins this game on Sunday and then at least makes it out of the group stage at the Confed Cup. And then what happens, happens after that point. You know, if you yeah. get final grade, if you not, you know, who cares? Yeah. I think if he, if he gets past the group stages in Confed Cup, I think he, he's a sure in. Yeah. Now I will say that, 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 that the result of the, of the game on Sunday is going to have a direct result into, you know, whatever combination of results happen with, with the, uh, Confed Cup. So if he loses against the U.S. and then and then and then crashes that he's gone. They they will, you know, then that they can go to Tuca. Okay, Tuca, you have thirteen points. You win, you know, two out of the next four games. You know, you, you actually just one point you just have to win one of those, and you're in, and you're in the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, you know, you do that. We know we're not going to give you. We're not going to schedule any extra games because you know what? Do we want our FIFA players on the date like everybody else in the world? So no moleros, and away we go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully it won't come to that for for, for Juan Carlos Osorio because uh, if if there's a coaching change, that means that Mexico did not play well. No, I know. I do think that if if they beat the U.S. and then they crash out of the Confed Cup. But you know, do it because you know Russia beat New Zealand nine nothing, and they could only you know beat New Zealand four nothing. Then you know, you know, so be it. You know, if they play well, you know, and they get you know four, you know, if they you know however, however it is, then I think it still stays. But if he if he loses this one, he crashes out by like like crowd, you know, like like losing twice to Russia and Portugal. Then yeah, he would be. Uh, I think he'd be on his way out. But the, hopefully, uh, hopefully that won't uh, that won't happen. But uh, but but uh, as far as the Confed Cup, though, there were uh, some uh, notable o- omissions in the uh, in in the roster. He's uh, Duenas is not going, and uh, neither is uh, the other Burrito, uh, and there was another guy that's uh, that's not going. So they're they're going to Russia without like a true. Defensive midfielder, other than Rafa, who, who frankly, I don't know how they think that he's going to give him more than, you know, thirty, forty, you know, forty minutes at the most in a game. Uh-huh. You imagine poor Rafa coming in the second half if they make the semifinals and it goes to extra time. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy's dying at the end. You know, you Rafa's know, got quite, you, the, quite the ball spot on him. You would want him to be there to kick penalties, though. That is true. That is true. Wouldn't be a terrible thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there were some. It was. It was. It was a bit surprising. It's very offensive. I mean, there's 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 a lot of guys there that can do. You know, a lot of nice things with the ball. So, uh, 
it was a little surprising. I don't know if you got to see the list, Dan, but uh, uh, your boy Odiva made it, which initially I was uh, uh, not necessarily thought that was a good idea, but the more I thought about it, I think that's an excellent idea. Oh, no, I, 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 I've been absolutely in favor of, of his inclusion. Gentlemen, I got I to gotta head out. You got to bounce, Ronnie? I got to bounce. I All think right. uh, it's probably probably a good time to maybe, yeah, maybe get our uh, predictions in and cut it, call it a night. All right, it sounds like a good idea. Well, Ronnie, hit me with your with your with your with your with your prediction. Uh, I think that Mexico is going to win the game, but I think uh, that I'm not very convinced that, that Mexico will do well in the Fed Cup. I hope I'm wrong, but I I think I think that uh, that's where. You know, the, the media will turn on the sodium after the Ken Fed's coming. Okay. Dan. I'm going to say uh, a 3 1 win. Wow. 3 1, huh? Yep. It's too bad uh, that the coach is not, is not on us. I'm sure he would have uh, some sound. I wonder if, I wonder if uh, Rafa still listening. Rafa, what's your. How about we have Rafa and Sergio? Let's see what y'all's prediction is for, for the game on on Sunday. As far as me, as far as what I think is going to happen, I think actually it's going to be a draw, and I think Mexico is going to be lucky to leave with a draw. Why lucky? Because um, I, I don't think that they're going to play as um, maybe with as much intensity as uh, as, as the U.S. is. Uh, I disagree. It's the U.S. I, I, I have trouble believing they're not going to get up to, to play in the U.S. I mean, if there's a team like, you know how like most of the region, you know, gets excited and, and, and gets uh, puts out really good effort against Mexico, I think I think the U.S. has that effect on, on, on the Mexico, too, where the, you, they, they really, really want to win that game. See, we're hosting a World Cup together, dude. <laughs> I, think, I think it's in the, Mexico's best interest, like, Take it easy, you know. Take it easy. Take it easy. You know. Well, kind of like what they did with uh, Trinidad and Tobago. What was it in the uh, 05? Was it was it 05 game? No, it was. Or, you mean in Honduras? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. In 05, when they when they when they had already qualified and yeah. and, and and Trinidad needed that they got that phantom goal on a on a the, I call it was clearly offsides. On the uh, on the goal that they scored to win the game. Uh, see now, hey, say it. Um, I'm sorry, Dan, on your on your breaking news on. Uh, Univision uh, lied to us. I see the uh, why. Well, see, it, 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 I'm not going to lie; it, it, it's a little confusing, but it says lo prestaría. So, but it doesn't say that he was sold to Manchester City. It says Manchester City would lo prestaría. So that they're using the conditionals, like they might do this. You know they would do this if if, if given those bastards. I didn't read it carefully. Yeah. So, but but I, but it, it doesn't necessarily say that they, that he that he wasn't sold to Manchester City. Well, that just guaranteed that it's not going to happen. Are you kidding? No, no. What I'm saying is it, it doesn't say that he wasn't sold to Manchester. But what I'm saying is that it, like all it says, Manchester City would loan him out for to 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 PSV for two years. But it doesn't definitively say whether or not he was actually sold to Manchester City. So like he could have still been sold to Manchester City. They just don't know if he's going to be loaned out for two years. Is what I'm saying. It's, it's right, a poorly written headline. 
Yeah, All right, I'm, I'm out. Thanks, Ronnie. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, so I think it's going to be, uh, let's see, and uh, Rafa says 3-1 Mexico, the U.S. will be conservative, but the team will manage to crack their defense like the Trinidad game would have been different had Jones scored in the first half. Uh, I think Jones hit the crossbar. Yeah, so uh, so uh, Rafa is Yeah, uh, ultimately like to see the, the U.S. being really vulnerable on defense, which is, uh, and I just think Mexico has way too much firepower and way too much confidence going into that game to for for them not to make, do some damage. I think, and then uh, I do think that once the games, uh, maybe later on in the game, I do think that maybe the Mexico will get a el gol del del descuento. Right. Well, I mean, I, like I said, I think that uh, the uh, I think the game could be. It wouldn't surprise it wouldn't surprise me at all for the for the U.S. to catch Mexico by surprise. I know that Arena's tried that every time he's played at the Azteca, he's tried to do something that they're not expected. So they need to expect that, <laughs> you know, expect something totally different or you know whatever it is. So, so I, I just I just I, I don't want to see Mexico caught by surprise by what's by something the U.S. is doing, and it wouldn't shock me at all if it happened. Unfortunately, so um, that that that's why I do think that uh, you know you know again like like this game. If they give, if the Mexico can get that first half goal against the U.S., I think then they'll they'll win going away. But if they don't get it, then I think that there's going to be a problem. I think that, that this game, more than any other, it's it's it is absolutely 100% vitally important for Mexico to get that first half goal. If 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 they want to, because the the longer it's zero zero, the longer the the uh, the, the chances are of, of the game. You know, we could go either way at that point. So. But 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 getting the one zero is uh, would be uh, just massive. Having that having that lead at halftime, I think, would be absolutely huge. It, it, it would change the second half completely, and uh, then they could, as you said, get the goals that they need. But uh, you know, so. But I, I I'm not I'm not I'm not so sure. It, uh, it's, I mean, I, I thought it was going to be four points all along. So why would I change my thoughts? Well, I mean, I, I, I guess, I, I guess, uh, my my feeling is that they are going to go, um, go definitely go for the win. But obviously, in you know, a point, you can't really be too too upset when you already got the three in Columbus and right. you've already got the the, the first three uh, the, the the of the of the two of the six that were available in this last round. So and yeah, you're that's, still pretty much already in with the time. Right. That's not a bad. Uh... You know the three points in Columbus. Now the other good thing is, is that if if they do beat the U.S. and they'll go to say, you know, that'll that'll get, have them nine points clear of the U.S. and also potentially put the U.S. back in the repechaje zone, depending on what happens in the other games. You know, if if, if Panama and Costa Rica uh, both win and the U.S. loses, then the U.S. you know once again will be in that fourth place spot. So, you know, there's certainly some you know, schadenfreudenish type of motivation for that too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's obviously uh, the, the least important of the, of the reasons why. So, all right, uh, Dan, well, I guess we'll wrap it up. Everyone seems to be uh, falling off like flies uh, here. It's, it is late. Uh, it is late. Yes. Uh, everybody and everyone is tired and we got, uh, got to watch uh, Mexico win three zero again. They're, uh, uh, sitting on top of the hex with 13 points. Uh, the net, if they get a win against the U.S., that'll put them at 16. And at, uh, if for all intents and purposes, uh, mathematically, 
have them qualify at least for our repechaje, at least uh, but not officially. And then I think I think if they get then they win the next one, then I'm sure that they're qualified for the World Cup altogether because they have uh, it'll be a home game against Panama coming up after this. So they have three home games in a row to uh, to to wrap this thing up. And uh, we will. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going. I don't know if we're going to be uh, get a chance to do a post game after the U.S. game or not. We probably should. We can definitely like, try. It seems like it would be a good idea. I'm sure that our is our, that game on also at seven, or I guess uh, it's actually going to be it's going to be five. Central. It's going to be five for you. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be seven here, five for you. So yeah, so maybe the podcast will be a little more doable. Yeah, every, everyone might actually be awake. Yes. The, uh, you know, I did. I did send the invitation to the coach, but the coach uh, he said he was going to come on, and he he lied. He did. He lied. Very disappointed in the coach. He must be. Uh, he must be training a lot of players right now. That's why. Why he's, he's so busy, you know, thinking about what he's going to do the next day in his training that he uh, he can't uh, he he can't join us. So we understand. I'm sure the coach uh, listens to these uh, as as many people do, downloading them from the podcast center to iTunes and of course over on Google Play as well. But we will try and have a show on on Sunday. We'll let y'all know, our loyal listeners, uh, here on the. Those yeah, every time I don't know how many times <laughs> when I'm doing the wrap up of the show, I just call it the Those Acero podcast. You know, it's funny. I was I was having a, a, a like a group uh, text conversation right simultaneously earlier um, while the show was going on, and we were discussing how how great a name Los Cachirules was. Yeah, I don't know why we got rid of it, honestly. <laughs> so. But yeah, the Cantina MX, MX. How what is it? Yeah. Is it MX or MX? I don't know. Uh, I think I think either one is acceptable. Okay, we've we've we've, we've trademarked both of them. Just just so you know. Cool. Actually, I have no idea. But uh, yes, uh, it is the Cantina MX podcast. Thank you for that, Dan. Again, one of these days I'll actually get it right. But we do appreciate y'all listening to us here uh, tonight, and hopefully, like I said, we'll be back on again on Sunday. My name is John Jagu. Uh, thanks so much for your patronage. We really appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to us and uh, we'll be with you guys again uh, very shortly.